Hi, boys and girls, and welcome. It is uh, week 13 of the college football season. For most teams, this is it. This is the the final weekend of the regular season, um, which means we get to resort to the oldest joke we have on this show. And that is the Elmer Fudd edition of the Carla and Crappy Show, because it's Wivalry Week. It is Wivalry Week. <laughs> Carla, it's, that's not your apartment. That, where this where is not, are you guys? This is not my apartment. This is also the annual Carla does a show from a hotel room. Mm -hmm. um, and so we are up visiting family um, with my family. We're actually north. So normally I'm, I'm south of you. Today I'm north yeah. of you. Um, yes. where there's snow on the ground. It's still snowing outside. It's, it's not snowing outside. It's flurrying. Um, you know, it, that, that doesn't count as snow. This is, this, is like, this is like Nashville snow, but not your right. snow. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like we yeah. got, you know, maybe an inch of snow today and like nobody did anything about it. Like it's great. Um, so yeah, so we're up here for visiting family and it's cold here and we love it. And, um, you heading back to Nashville next week in time to talk national champ or to talk conference championship games. Um, yes. but we're the greetings from a hotel room and hotel wine because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Hey, well, I mean, you know. I, it's, it's just that the that the cobblestone in has a bar is uh, is is uh, is okay. That's a win. That, yes, yes, yeah, I, that's a win in my book. Yes, absolutely. And this is Southern Tier IPA, which my husband is drinking. So mm, you know, can't, go, yeah. can't go wrong with that either. Um, and, that. Beer. and you would be close. You would be really close um, to the to the mothership up there. Yes. Um, we have uh, we have some uh, a rivalry week. Uh, three three traditional rivalry games. Uh, and one that actually, that, that it, I mean, if the two teams continue on the trajectory that they are on, that could become a rivalry. It could be a, yeah. become a fun thing. Um, but before we look ahead, as we do, uh, let's look back. Um, Carla, do you have a, uh, just one thing from last weekend? I think I want to continue on the um, on the baked goods trail because true to form last week, after, after we talked about um, cupcakes and baked goods and all that fun stuff, I actually watched most of the games that we talked about. Um, yeah. And... and Gosh, that night game was entertaining as all heck. Um, uh -huh. UCF is is a good football team, um, yeah. and and you know we we, we thought Cincinnati was going to give them a game, but really, I, UCF really kind of asserted themselves throughout that whole game. I watched most of that game, um, and it it makes me wonder, you know, what would it be like if UCF was in the playoff? Um, it, it it sure as heck would make things really interesting. I, we we're talking tonight at my parents' house and. They're talking about like way too early bowl projections and somebody, mm -hmm. whatever bowl projections my mom was reading, so who knows where they came from, um, said that the bowl projection was Florida versus UCF. And oh. man, that's a that's, that's a loss for, for the Gators. Um, if that, oh, if that game happened, that would get yeah. real fast. Um, which would be fun because I would like to see the in-state rivalry happen, <laughs> but you know, it would just, so like UCF is legit. I, I, I would like to see them as part of this conversation. I don't think they're one of the top four teams in the country, but um, are they worse than Notre Are they, are they, are they worse than Notre Dame? Really? Um, Hard to say. It's, make UCF and Notre Dame play a play-in game. Hey, I'm, I would be, I would be all for that. It, it's interesting that the, the um, uh, we're, we're taping this on Tuesday night and the, uh, the, the, the CFP rankings came out uh, for this week. Uh, and I was watching that show and, and a couple of the guys on the, on ESPN made the point that um, you wonder if you get a situation like uh, if you're, if, if you're, and obviously a lot of stuff has to happen before that we get to this, this spot, but like if you're weighing UCF and say LSU. Okay. And mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the challenge is this is the fourth team. They're going to play Alabama. Do you really want to see LSU play Alabama again? Or 
even even if you don't necessarily think that UCF is is on on the same level as as an LSU, do you, do you want to give somebody a fresh crack at Alabama or or you know this it's just an interesting situation if and and you wonder if that could play into a, into a decision at some point if if lots of stuff happens and and it, it uh, that that gets to be a part of the equation so right. interesting thing to think about yeah and 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 it, but it also boils back to our whole thing about you know Notre Dame and AJ brought this up last week that you know Notre Dame comes down to butts and seats yes. and and that's the one thing that do. you know, we don't know about UCF whether depending on where that game would be and you yep. know I mean they've got a very loyal fan base I mean they proved that last last weekend but that game was at home yep. and you know they brought the fans out would they travel would they you know the whole it's like that's and unfortunately, the committee takes that into consideration. And, sure, sure. You know, I we talked about that. I, yeah, CF, uh, CFU is a, is a large school. It they is are. not. We we tend to we tend to think of of a, you know if you see a directional school, you know you're thinking you know mid American conference size or or maybe smaller. That that is not the case. That is a um I, 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 off the top of my head 50,000 student uh, university. Yeah, it is a large place and uh so you have to figure you don't not you don't know as you said um how committed they are but very large student body probably obviously very large uh, uh alumni base as well um it'd be curious to see how they react to something like that i'd like to give them a shot i and i, I like the that logic of the you know would you rather see lsu play Alabama again or do you want to give a team yeah. like ucf a, a chance i i would I teach in a mid-major, like I work in a mid-major, right? I went mm -hmm. to I went to a low major. Um, you know, mm -hmm. I, I I love letting the little guys get a shot at the big guy, and so sure. I would be all in favor of that. But um, with the the way this playoff system is set up, it just doesn't work. Um, but maybe someday, maybe someday we'll see a situation where we can get a team like this into the conversation legitimately mm -hmm. and see what happens. Mm -hmm. um, um, my one oh, thing, yeah, my, my one thing, uh, I. <laughs> Are, are I was you actually. I was feeling. I was feeling better. I was feeling better after the the, the win at Michigan State, and then. Um, and then last week. And then you know going to Maryland, and it's like, ah, uh, um, and 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 I, we're going to talk more about uh, what what happens with my team, and and obviously because that's that's one of the rivalry games that we we always include in this one, um, but it's just it, it it's. Uh, it, it was frustrating. Um, there was some better stuff uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Um, fairly consistent running game. Um, really good to see uh, some running plays that involve the quarterback. Um, that's going to be a really big deal this weekend um, if Ohio mm -hmm. State wants to, uh, to, to A, kind of um, uh, help control a pass rush and B, contribute to an actual running game um, to be able to uh, – uh, to be able to to have Haskins as a as a legitimate option, I mean, he doesn't have to do JT Barrett stuff, but um, to if if uh, if we're doing a read option and everyone knows he's just going to pitch the ball every time, uh, that that makes it a pretty easy play to defend. So so it's it's not not all awful, but mostly. <laughs> so um, you know, and we're going to the biggest game of the season, so you know, why not? Sure, that's well. We'll give up 50 to Maryland and then have to go to overtime to win the football game. That'll be fine. Um, <laughs> that's the recipe for that's the recipe for a win this weekend. I, it, well, it, uh, there's all kinds of stuff going on here. <laughs> um, before we get to our stuff, um, uh, we're going to let uh, the AJ Kuftik, uh give us a, a look at the 
um, not Pac-12, group of five after dark games that he will be following on Saturday. AJ, what you got? Welcome, everybody. It's Weeble Week. Uh, no, it's Rivalry Week. It's it's Week 13. Uh, this is your group of five report. Uh, I'll sprinkle a Pac-12 game in there. Don't you worry about that. But let's get started because there's a lot to cover. Friday, 12 p.m., Houston, Memphis. This is for the AAC West. And the over-under is 74 and a half. So um, put, just, you know, get a turkey sandwich. Just sit down and let the points take care of themselves. Um, DeAndre King is incredible. Uh, Memphis has been playing, a, a, you know, really great offense this year. This should be fun as hell, and uh, you should watch this game. Speaking of fun, <clears throat> four fifteen, also on Friday. It's UCF USF. It's the war on I four, uh, a game that caused me to uh, run around my mom's house last year screaming. Um, <laughs> I believe the phrase I screamed was, "I love this stupid game. This is the stupidest game, and I love it so." Um, my mom thinks I'm weird. It's fine. Uh, Mackenzie Milton is incredible. These two teams put on an absolute classic last year. Uh, it, it, and listen, what did I say last week? USF needed a win to get it back on track before they went into UCF. And what did they do? Carla, oddly enough, Tampa has winter clothing. And so they went up to Philly and they beat Temple at home and convincingly. Uh, so they, they, they get a dub, they come down, they come back home. Uh, this game is in Tampa. So this should be a super, super fun game. Um, this isn't for the AAC East. Uh, UCF has that locked up. Um, but this should be, this should be super, super awesome. Uh, by the way, that Pac-12 game, Apple Cup, Washington, uh, and, and Washington State. This is, uh, Saturday night. I love you, Wazoo. I love you so much. I love the fact that, you, you know, you got game day this year and you've had this incredible season, but UW is a monkey on your back. And no matter how good you've been the last couple of years, UW has come in and knocked you out. <laughs> I don't see that happen. I don't see that not happening again this year. Give me, give me Washington. Um, until I see otherwise, until I see a little bit of consistency in, in Washington State teams beating teams with pretty solid defenses um and they've done it a couple times this year but uh, UW is just this like monkey on their back it's like they see the purple and everybody just freezes up so uh show me UW Saturday <clears throat> get ready buckle in this this 230 to 4 this 233 o'clock slate is jam-packed cran jammed as some would say Saturday, 2.30, Troy, App State. Remember how I said last week that, you know, the winner of the, you know, ULL, UM, ULM game would, uh, you know, get the chance to face Troy and get wrecked by Troy or App State? Guess what? Troy and App State have to wreck each other before then. Um, this is in Boone, a town known for moonshining. And it's, uh, listen, if you've ever been to Boone, you realize just how way out there in the, in the mountains that it is. Um, they don't call it Appalachian State for nothing. Um, by the way, did you watch? If you've watched, if you watched the Ohio State Michigan game, and you need a dessert of Big Ten football, here's your game. Uh, the over under on this game is 48, and um, both teams just have real strong defenses and love running the ball. So Big Ten football. So watch that game. If you don't want to watch Big Ten 
football, but you want to watch the Sun Belt, flip on over to you, uh, you, uh, Louisiana Lafayette versus ULM. Um, this is the battle for Louisiana. The over-under is 70-plus. So if you want to watch the opposite of the Troy App State game, look, it's also on your television. So watch that. Additionally, at 3 p.m. on Saturday, we've got UAB Middle Tennessee. Now, follow me here. Both teams last week, we, we covered those games. We thought they had a shot against those teams. Turns out they did. Uh, Middle Tennessee was doing fairly well against Kentucky. The Kentucky pulled away late. Same thing with UAB against Texas A&M. This week, though, they meet with conference title implications. Now, this is where it gets funky. If Middle Tennessee wins and Florida International, who's playing Marshall, loses, Middle Tennessee State wins the Cusa East and faces, well, it's UAB in the title game. So they get, if they win and FIU loses, they get to play this game again next week. Neat. Uh, and it'll be a home game for UAB, I believe. Um, so, yeah, there's a uh, there's there's something to wet your whistle. Um, so go Middle Tennessee State, go Blue. Uh, I want to see that game. And I'm sorry to a friend of mine who is a huge Marshall fan and thinks the kids in Middle Tennessee are, are jerks. I don't know why. Um, and finally, Saturday, 10, 15 p.m. It's mountain time, baby. Utah State at Boise State. This is, uh, by the way, this is for the Mountain West Mountain Division. So last week was for the Mountain West West Division. This is for the Mountain Week Mountain Division. Um, but it's a night game on the blue turf. Sorry, Utah State. Give me the boys. Give me Boise all day. Utah State has been awesome, but I've been burned this year by claiming a good team would go into the Treasure Valley and come out with a win at night. Not this time. Go Bongos. Uh, this should be a super fun game of rivalry weeks. Uh, watch your favorite rivalry games. Uh, but don't forget these these group of five games that are uh, that are just going to pepper in. You know, Ohio State and Michigan is like the turkey. It's the big thing. It's the big showstopper that everybody puts on the plate. And then you realize that it's kind of dry and boring. And so what you need is you need some sauces, you need some sides, you need some gravy. And that's what Group of Five football is. Come on, man. You're not going to have a, a, a 20 to 17 Ohio State-Michigan game. I'm not telling you which way that game goes because I don't want to make crappy sad. But I'm not going to tell you that it's a 20 to 17 game and there's 400 yards of rushing and good defense and it's cold. Not when there's 74-point ULL-ULM on. Mm-mm. No, get that cranberry sauce in your life. Get the get that flavor. Get all those herbs and seasonings. So this has been your Group of Five report. Um, and I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving, and we'll see you for Championship Week. Thanks, AJ. Um, hope you guys are doing well. Hi, Abby. Hope you're doing, your, your knees doing okay. Um, before we get to our games, games, uh, we have one more crack at this one. Oh, God, won't somebody please beat Notre Dame already? And I have, I have, I have, it's weird I have high hopes from this one. Um, this, this is their, their traditional season ender at, they're at Southern Cal. They're favored by 10 and a half. Carla, is this the week? Well, it's the only week we've got left, right? Like, um, <laughs> if this is going to happen, um, you know, I, I, I really want to have hope in this week, but I mean, they lost USC or UCLA last week. That's a, that's a bad loss. <sighs> yes. That's that's a bad loss, and you know we got Clay Helton on the hot seat, and I Notre Dame's gonna win. I'm sorry, 
I, I, it, it pains me to say that, but I just don't, I, I really want there, I really, really want this to be a game, but I just don't see it. Um, Notre Dame's going to win. I was, I, I was, when, when we, when we did this segment last week, I was thinking in my, and I mentioned this, if you, if you recall, yeah, you did. Um, that, that I was going to pick USC uh, this week and, um, and then they lost to uh, UCLA and was like, no, no, they're not, it's not happening. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it, guys, uh, enjoy enjoy watching Notre Dame in the uh, college football playoff because um, it's happening. It's just nothing we can do. Uh, there are other uh, more more entertaining college football games on the schedule this weekend, and we're going to start uh, just a little bit south of me, a little bit further south of where you are right now. Number six, Oklahoma is at. I forgot to get um, uh, number thirteen, West Virginia. Oklahoma is favored by one and a half points, which is an odd line. Um, but but that says to me that, that Vegas is having as difficult a time as picking this game as I was. Um, what, what do you think about this one? Yeah, this might actually be the most entertaining game of the weekend. I think so. Um, so fix yourself another plate of leftovers. Um, the, the Friday night slate of games is just absolutely ridiculous because the next thing we're going to talk about is going to be insane as well. So make sure, make sure when you're when you're eating your turkey on Thursday and that you fix your plate of leftovers for Friday that you're exercising your thumb because you're going to need it a lot on Friday night because you're, there are two games happening simultaneously. Yes, that are going to be a lot of fun because both of them are going to feature absolutely zero defense. Um, so it's going to be a whole lot of scoring points. This I, I love this game so much um, because both of these defenses are just absolutely atrocious. They're terrible. Um, and and we watched the same team. And it's interesting because we've watched the same team against them in back-to-back -back weeks. So Oklahoma State played Oklahoma and they went and played West Virginia. And so we've seen the same offense against both of these defenses. Neither of them fared well at all. Um, <laughs> and, and the Oklahoma State the offense is 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 good. Um, the the problem with Oklahoma State is they can't stop anybody either. Right. And in most cases, you know they they are they aren't quite able to outscore everybody. That's why they're sitting right about five hundred this season. Um, it's interesting because if this game was in Norman. I would feel really, really confident in an Oklahoma win here because they're playing with motivation. They want to stay in the playoff conversation. Mm -hmm. This game is in Morgantown at night if, on a Friday. If, if y'all don't know that. Exactly. <laughs> Ask Pitt about what it was like to play the backyard brawl in Morgantown on a Friday night after Thanksgiving and the atmosphere and there's a full moon. I... It, these, this, these are all these. These are seriously important things to consider. They are. It, which it, it, I'm, and I'm, I'm being. I'm being totally serious here. It is. It is. You have, um, you know, a, a, a quarterback here in, um, it, it, in Will Greer, who, like I said all year, has been playing with a chip on his shoulder. He got left out of the Davy O'Brien conversation, and you've got to believe. And and you know, I just, I think that's got to play. And Kyler Murray is in the in in the O'Brien conversation, and so I think. Will Greer's going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder. He was angry about the loss last week. You could see that on his face when he walked out of the field. If you watch the end of that game, which is absolutely bonkers, if you miss the end of that game, um, this is a West Virginia win to me. I just I, these teams are pretty equal. Offensive yards are about the same. Defensive yards are about the same. Defensive yards given up are about the same. Um, they're both terrible against the pass. They're okay against the run. Like I mean, they're they're mere images of each other. The the splitting hairs between these two teams is Morgantown. Mm 
Mm -hmm. I, that really was the different differentiating factor for me. That that atmosphere is just absolutely insane at night on a Friday night rivalry weekend. Mountaineers are going to find a way to win this game, and I can't really explain it other than the fact that I think it's because this game is in Morgantown. Um, I, I'm, I, you're, you're, you are one hundred percent right, uh, and and I have I have the same thing written in my notes, and yeah. for the same reason, <laughs> I mean, look, Oklahoma's had has had a better run up, um, sorta, uh, yeah. to this game. Um, they they've won five straight. Uh, well, West Virginia has had it's, both of its losses has come in in, in the last uh, in the last month, uh, four or five games. Um, I, I say better ish because Oklahoma still gave up an average of thirty five points a game just in that stretch, just in that stretch alone. So that's 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 kind of silly to to talk about their defense. Um, as as I was watching WVU and and Oklahoma State last weekend, at some point the announcer said that the Mountaineers have a solid setup to win the Big Twelve because they actually have a defense. You know, and this was as they're they're on the way to giving up forty five points, <laughs> right? To the Cowboys. Um, so that was that's that was equally dumb. Um, I, I the, the thing there, as you said, there's not going to be any defense on display here. Both of these are excellent offenses. Um, with with such a narrow narrow uh, line on this game, it really says that uh, that Vegas is struggling with this one, and and. This is a situation where home field advantage is is a true home field advantage, yeah. and and at Morgantown is gonna be insane. They may burn couches before the before game, the game. <laughs> to stay warm. To, well, yeah, that, that's that's a possibility too. But I, I look the, the the slight edge that Las Vegas has given the, the Sooners um, absolutely gets eaten up by the home field advantage in Morgantown, yeah. and, and West Virginia wins this game. I am I am confident. That that is going to happen. Um, another another interesting home field advantage. This is a more traditional rival we week rival we um, number sixteen Washington at number eight Washington State Wazoo. Perhaps one of the hottest teams in the country right now yeah. uh, is favored by just three points. What do you think? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this is this is another one. This one is tougher for me to think about than than even you know the Big Twelve matchup. Um, because I want to believe that Washington is ready for the upset in this game. Um, mm. Because, you know, go back and, and, and listen or watch to the very first episode of this show this season. And you and I were both extremely high on Washington, as were all of the experts. Did I? I had them in my final four? Did I, do I had them. Yeah, you had them in, the, yeah. in your final four. I had them in my final four. Right. Okay. So, I, so they came in with lofty expectations on this season. And they're sitting yeah. here with three losses. And they have the perfect opportunity here to play spoiler and mess everything up for Wazoo. Now, Wazoo really doesn't have a shot at the playoff, but they've got a legitimate shot at if they can win this game and, and win the Pac-12 title game because Lord knows the Pac-12 South is a hot mess. Um, if, if Wazoo can win the Pac-12 North, they're probably going to win the title game, which means they're punching their ticket to the Rose Bowl. So that's what Wazoo is playing for in this game. And Washington State would love nothing more than knock off their rival. And and they have won this game big the last three years. So they, they, they know that they can win this game. Gardner Minshew, who has just kind of blown onto the national spotlight this year for the first time, um, played his way into being a Davey O'Brien finalist. I mean, this is, this is a kid that we didn't really know anything about at the beginning of the year. And... 
now he is playing, you know, not, he, he may be punching his ticket to New York City for a Heisman vote. I, this you know, it's a kid that we really didn't know anything about this year. Um, and Washington's putting up a ton of yards. And here's the thing, here's the reason why I think the Coug, why I'm thinking Cougs in this game, other than the fact that they're playing at home on a Friday night, which, you know, Pullman is not quite Morgantown, but a close second, maybe. Um, if there's, if there's a West Coast equivalent, Pullman, yeah. Pullman might be. Yes. Pullman might be <laughs> yeah. So they're, they're, they might not burn couches, though. I don't know how extreme they get, but they have a lot of flags. Um, it's colder. So, it's colder they're, they're there. so maybe they, they might need So the, the only reason why, and, and this is the baffling thing about Washington this, this year, is the fact that they, they put up a boatload of yards. They're putting up just as many yards per game mm -hmm. almost as, as Wazoo. They're not scoring points. And, and that's what's baffling about this Huskies team is that they're only putting up 28 points per game, whereas you have a Cougars team that's putting up somewhere between 40 and 43 a game. So that in and of itself tells me that the Cougs are going to win this at home. I, I just, you know, and, and, and the loss at Cal is baffling for, for Washington. I just sure. game the you know, I, I had hopes for this game. If, if Washington entered this game at 9-2 at and, and, you know, it was – they still had a shot at the Rose Bowl after this. Then, and I don't, I, I can't talk myself into it. I want to because I think Washington is capable of pulling this off. Yeah. But I cannot find a reason to pick against the Cougs. Mm -hmm. So, okay. so AJ, this is for your kids. Go Cougs. <laughs> there was um, as as I was watching the uh, the the CFP ranking show tonight. Um, they did a, a quick snippet about uh, Minshew, um, and and Mike Leach and, and and how he ended up at Washington State. Um, and his his path has been kind of windy. Um, mm -hmm. I forget where he started. Uh, his freshman year, he went. He transferred uh, to junior college in his home state of Mississippi. Um, was last year uh, was at East Carolina, and had intended to to go to Alabama. Um, and Leach said, "Well, let's let's see. Let's let's give him a call. I mean, what the hell? Because." You know, this is this is sort of how, how Leach operates, right. um, and and that he said that the sales pitch was 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 pretty brief. He's like, "Do you want to go be a backup quarterback, or do you want to lead the country in passing yards?" <laughs> <laughs> and I I mean I know how I would answer that question, um, and that that got Gardner Minshew um, out of the South and, and away from Alabama, and uh, and up to Pullman where he has had a monster. Year, yeah. uh, he's he is uh, the, the he's averaging 400 yards passing uh, a game. Uh, Washington State's averaging, as you mentioned, almost 40 points a game. Um, I that I I'm, I and it's it's funny that we're talking about him at this point because at the beginning of the season we were talking about Washington, right? And we're yeah. talking about Jake Browning. Jake Browning um, yep. we're, when we're talking about uh, you know a, a, a solid balanced offense uh, that was that was going to rip up everybody in in the Pac-12. Um, we were talking about the fact that uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the game with Washington and Stanford two weeks ago was going to be the big game of the Pac-12 North, um, and no, it's this one. Wow. And uh, and as you said, I, I um, th there's a definite home field advantage here. Um, Washington can win this game, but you, you just look at sort of the the arc of the season. Um, I, I referenced this before. Washington State is is one of the hot teams in the country right now, um, and this is a night game. This is a traditional rivalry. Uh, Friday night, all of that stuff. Um, this just feels like Buzz who's going to win, um, and and I'm that's that's how I'm picking this one. 
Um, we, uh, we, we are obligated to include this uh, because it's, it's, it, is, it, is, it, it is an important game, no question. Uh, Auburn at number one, Alabama. Alabama's favored by 24 and a half points. I'm not sure where the half point comes from, what that's about. But um, so, Carla, I await your thorough analysis of this game. <laughs> if this game was in Jordan Hare, I would give it some consideration as to maybe there's some wacky rivalry stuff happening. Um, I mean, this is one of the best rivalries in college football. Sure. There's no, there's no doubt about it. And sure. you want to see, and Auburn has the capability of, of knocking off a really, really good team. We've seen it mm -hmm. out of them. The problem is they just have not been consistent all year. And, um, and it's in Tuscaloosa. I mean, Jordan, Jordan here for the iron bowl or uh, Brian Denny. I'm sorry. Yeah. Brian Denny for that, for the, for the iron bowl. Um, yeah, this is a Bama win. I, you know, and, 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 and you know, I, I started scratching my head last week because I was keeping an eye on the score and you see that Citadel score and you're going 14 at the half and you're scratching your head a little bit yeah. and you know, maybe they were just taking a half off. I don't know. Um, but they pulled themselves back together and just blew out to the Citadel in the second half, which is what they're supposed to do. I don't, I don't think there's any reason to think that anything is amiss in, in, in Tuscaloosa. I think they just had a, a lackadaisical first half because, I mean, who wouldn't be hyped to play the Citadel? I mean, come on. Um, you know, it, Bama's going to win this game. Yeah. I, are they going to cover? Maybe not. It's a rivalry game. Um, you know, I <laughs> may take the points. Maybe I, it, it just because, but no, no, Alabama's going to win this game. The traditions of uh, uh, in, in ethics of journalism uh, require me to state that this is a rivalry game, and as such, anything can happen. Mm -hmm. However, uh, will something other than Alabama winning this game happen? No. <laughs> uh, anything will not happen. Alabama won this game. Period. Um, and we've gone a little bit out of chron chronological order, and I hope you forgive me, but I just wanted to leave this one for last because I that's what it is. Cause just cause. Uh, number four, Michigan at number 10, Ohio State. It's going to be raining. The weather's going to suck. And <laughs> what sucks even worse is Michigan is favored by four points. Carla, what do you think? You know, at the beginning of the year, I hit, I was really excited about this game. Because, um, I, I mean, we all thought this was, you know, and it still is. It's it's still for the for the Big Ten East. Hmm. Um, but we've talked about this the last couple weeks on the show, last three weeks on the show. And the way that Ohio State is just not trending. It's the same thing we just talked about in the other two games. They're yeah. just not trending well at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. And even though I'm still not 100% convinced that Michigan's offense is completely right, mm -hmm. um, I I think Michigan wins this game. And And – Going back to our dear God, please somebody beat Notre Dame already hypothesis here. I actually, I kind of want Michigan to win this game, okay. and you have to hear me. And you have to hear me out on no, this I'm because good. I'm good. because if Michigan wins this game and then they go and they beat Northwestern, which they should do mm -hmm. um, for the for the Big Ten title, you have to hope that maybe the committee thinks that Michigan is worthy of the three. Which is kind of what AJ was talking about last week yeah. on the show. That if if Michigan goes out, wins this game, wins the Big Ten title, 
but maybe the committee decides to rank Michigan at three and Notre Dame at four, and then Notre Dame gets obliviated by Alabama. Yeah. Um, I maybe I mean that that's really kind of our hope to get rid of get Notre Dame out of the conversation. Um, yeah. <laughs> if, if that's what we're playing for here, but um, and 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 to be perfectly honest, I'm not sure who if it really matters who plays Alabama and Clemson at this point. Right. Um, I think they're on a collision course regardless. So. Um, I would I would like to see the best four teams in college football make the playoff this year. Um, you know, I I I, I don't think Notre Dame, I still don't think Notre Dame. We I'm fairly certain I'm speaking for both of us that we don't think that Notre Dame is one of the top best four teams in the country. But you know, here we are. Um, they're going to go undefeated. They're going to be in the playoff conversation. I think the best thing that can happen is for the Big Ten to have their strongest candidate. And unfortunately, this year, even though we I I. I'm still not sold on that offense. I still don't think Shea Patterson is as good of a quarterback as what everybody thinks he is. Um, Michigan has done what it has needed to do all season. Um, other than that Notre Dame game. And like you said, put those two teams on the same field again. And I still, and I think Michigan would win that game now um, because, you know, Patterson's kind of gotten assimilated into that offense. Um, I think Michigan wins this game. I think Ohio State is able to keep it close, but just based on what I've seen out of out of Ohio State the last three weeks, um, I think I think Ohio State keeps it close because they're playing at home. They're, it's the rivalry. It's the game. You know, this is this is what you play for all year. I think they can. I think they can keep it close and keep it interesting. But I think, I think the Jimmy Harbaugh's find a way to win this game, and it really kills me to say that. I just, I'm sorry. No, you, you don't have to be sorry. And and, and um, look, I mean, in the in the long run, um, I, I going to the Rose Bowl would not be a bad thing. That's true. Uh, um, I, I that's that you, you can't argue that that's that's ever a, a, a raw deal. And, and look, and I knew, um, I knew this season would come. Although I didn't really think it was this year, uh, especially not for the first couple of weeks when when uh, when Ryan Day's Buckeyes were crushing mm. everybody. And and Jimmy Harbaugh didn't really look like he had any idea how to to work the new toy that he had at quarterback. Right. Um, I just but but what is what has happened in the interim? Um, you know, if you step step back and look at this objectively, you have to think as you just stated, this is the first time in many 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 years that you've got to think that Michigan is going to win this game. Um, you, there, there, there have been seasons here or there where you think, okay, it's going to be close. They got a, re, they got a real sick shot. Um, me, um, as I look at this, this is the first time in, in, in a long time where I, if I look at this objectively, I think Michigan's got to be the favorite here. Um, that is the what uh, we've talked about this before. My my college football brain is like this, okay, mm-hmm. and the rational portion of my college football brain is just like this. So that, that all that stuff was my rational college football brain. Um, the rest of my college football brain watched the uh, CAP ranking show, as I mentioned before uh, earlier tonight, and got irritated. It was apparently a foregone conclusion among the ESPN guys that Michigan was winning this game on Saturday. Um, it's an unusual position for an Ohio State fan to be in in, in recent history, uh, hearing that his team is a solid underdog at home. It's jarring. It sort of makes you angry. And I'm betting that's what's going on at the Whitney Hayes Center as well uh, for the first time in the career of any of the guys, any of the players who are in that building right now. They're being told they, they don't have a shot of winning the rivalry game. 
Um, and, and in many cases, you think about Mike Weber, who's from Detroit, who decommitted from Michigan to come play in Columbus. That's why, that's why, they, that's why he's there. Is why he's there. Um, I'm betting that's not going over well. Um, and, and for whatever faults Urban Meyer has and for whatever problems he has this year or has caused this year, or I, I, I don't that, – I, whatever – He's always been the guy to motivate a college football team. He does that better than than nearly anybody in the business. So this might be the last year I can say this. <laughs> but listen carefully. I'm saying this because I believe it. I'm not saying this because I have to do this on the show. I'm not doing this because I'm saving face. I think Ohio State's going to win this game on Saturday. I'm not sure that that's the best situation for Ohio State to be in. I, I know Ohio State is not one of the best four teams in the country. I think playing against Alabama or Clemson would be an ugly, ugly thing either way for, for my Buckeyes. But whatever happens, happens. Um, I, I, I see a win on Saturday. Um, and you can take that to the bank. <laughs> and I know a bunch of people in Northern Oklahoma – who are hoping uh, that you were right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no question, no question. I'm, I'm, I could, I could be the most popular guy in the country this year, um, this this weekend. Boys and girls, you can watch the Carly Crappy Show uh, for the dwindling duration of the college football season by searching Carly Crappy on YouTube or Facebook. If you prefer to have Carla and Crappy inside your head, um, you can find the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, and TuneIn, as well as your favorite social channels. If you like the show please feel free to rate and review. And if you don't mind your own damn business, Carla, any final thoughts? My Nittany Lions play your Maryland Terrapins this weekend. My, um, my, my Maryland Terrapins? <laughs> they have a decent tailback. You might want to try to tackle him. That would be my yeah, only advice. Well, it, it, yeah, it's going to be interesting. So um, so here's hoping that 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 Penn State fares a little better against Maryland than, than Ohio State did because, you know, that was that was a little terrifying knowing that you had them next week. Um, so, <sighs> so yeah, and and enjoy the turkey, people. This is yes. the best. Weekend. This is the best weekend of the college football year. I think you got all the good rivalry games. You get you get an excuse to load up on carbs and and grab a beer and sit in front of your games TV. On, games on games on Friday. Yep. Games on Saturday. Yep, it's a great weekend. So enjoy it. It is a great weekend. Um, uh, guys, uh, uh, take Carla's advice. Uh, overload on food, lie down on the couch, and uh, get your clickers out and, and get ready to watch some of this stuff because there's there's good stuff all weekend long. Yes, um, Enjoy the Wivalry games. <laughs> and uh, we will be back here next week to talk about the much easier to pronounce championship games that will be coming up next weekend. Carla, thank you very much. Yep, thanks as always. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, and uh, thank you guys. Happy Thanksgiving to you. We will talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.